Tomorrow's GOP primary in New Hampshire has turned into a two-candidate race. Michelle Franzen is in the Granite State, and the ABC correspondent is with us live this afternoon. Michelle, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I am on the ground here in the Granite State. It's a little bit cold here, too, you could say, but that's not keeping people away from some of the events that the candidates have been holding all weekend and on this eve of the primary. Nikki Haley will be in New Salem or in Salem tonight for her last campaign with Governor Sununu as the support system there. Donald Trump will also be holding a, an event, and that leads the way into the voters for tomorrow. There's undeclared voters here in this open primary, and independents who can vote either Democratic or Republican if they are independent voters and undeclared. Is there a sense of pride that a big event is happening in New Hampshire among the people out there? Have the journalists sort of taken over? What's the sense? What's the feeling on the ground? Well, the journalists haven't really taken over, but there is a different feel here. You know, this is, as you mentioned, turned into a two-person race, and we're on the eve here. And that sort of changed the mood here because, you know, usually you've got a bunch of candidates, maybe up to 20. What the last time this this happened with Trump? And now we're down to two. And depending on which campaign you're talking to, it's over or it's not over. So there is some frustration with the candidates, a lack of candidates. A lot of people are worried about uh, that this might be over already. And it's just the nation's first primary. Uh, other people are frustrated with the economy. They're not interested in, in any of the candidates from either side, and they don't think that they have a lot of choices. Ron DeSantis has dropped out, officially suspending his campaign. How has that impacted things there? You know, it it, it impacted things. It sort of clarified the race in some ways. Uh, but Ron DeSantis didn't have a lot of support here in New Hampshire, despite coming in second in the Iowa caucuses, so much so that he had gone on to South Carolina, you might remember, to campaign there, trying to chip away at support for Haley's home state before he ultimately dropped out. So, But there are some voters here. One person I spoke to yesterday on the way to a Ron DeSantis rally, after he dropped out, he turned the car around and got a ticket to the Haley event. So they're the voters here, the ones that are interested and still engaged, are taking the time to take a hard look and a last look at the candidates. Michelle, I was trying to figure out if somebody else would drop out before New Hampshire. And I guess part of me thought that Nikki Haley would stay in, if nothing else, just so she could speak in South Carolina, her home state. I, I wonder if there was a, a bit of a waiting game or if there was a sense that DeSantis was going to drop out from the Haley party. I, just how much is known within these individual parties that are trying to fight for nomination within the Republican Party? I think each campaign is so focused on their own campaigning right now. And we haven't really heard all the details of what led up to Ron DeSantis's decision. But we do know that since he wasn't gaining traction here in New Hampshire, the path forward for him heading into South Carolina and beyond, he didn't have the, the funds, he didn't have enough support to keep that going. So that will be the same question for Haley tomorrow. She is uh, seen some momentum in the polls. Uh, there's double-digit lead that uh, Donald Trump still has here, but uh, anything could happen with those undeclared voters heading into tomorrow's primary. 
Michelle, I don't think endorsements generally sway many people, but it is interesting to look at how things play out. The very popular governor there, uh, you mentioned earlier, has endorsed Nikki Haley, and he's been campaigning very actively for her. But every other contender that's gotten out has endorsed Donald Trump. Ramaswamy gets out and throws his support to Trump. DeSantis gets out and he throws his support to Trump. Christie gets out and is heard on an open mic saying that Nikki Haley doesn't have what it takes to be president. What does that say about what's happening in the Republican Party? Well, that's true. And there's a lot of uh, friction and fissures within the Republican Party. It is not a party of one voice or one mind or one policy right now. There's a lot of infighting that's been going along. But I think some of the candidates, I mean, we know that Vivek Ramaswamy, you know, he, he himself had said he was the most in line with Trump's policies and the MAGA party. So he was a natural to throw his support behind Trump. Um, And Ron DeSantis does have a history with Trump, despite, you know, the bitter campaign between both of them, uh, even the one-sided, where DeSantis came out later criticizing Trump, but was very reluctant to do so. And so some, you know, are criticizing DeSantis, saying that might have been needed sooner. And that same criticism is also going to Haley. So Donald Trump spends his morning in court attending his E. Jean Carroll defamation trial. Then he comes to a campaign event balancing the two. It just to me, Michelle, just seems so surreal still that the dominant leader in the polls is spending half his time in a courtroom and half his time on the campaign trail. What do folks in New Hampshire say about any of that? How do they balance those two things? Again, it's a mixture and it depends on where you stand. There are there are people who are Trump supporters who also feel that if he is criminally convicted, that he would not be fit to serve as president. But there's another uh, grain and thread of the Trump supporter who feel that these charges are bogus to begin with, that uh, they feel and they, uh, you know, the rhetoric that Donald Trump has been, you know, giving his supporters at the campaigns is is sticking. But that is the reality in this election cycle, is that we are going to continue to see Donald Trump straddle both the courtroom and the campaign trail, especially if he becomes the nominee for the GOP. Well, it certainly hasn't slowed down any of his momentum, no doubt about that. Haley viewed as the last obstacle. I just wonder how much of an obstacle she really is to Trump claiming the nomination. Well, we're going to find out tomorrow. That's going to tell us a lot. Um, And then South Carolina, oddly enough, will be a challenge for Haley, right? It's her home state. She was governor of South Carolina and already heading to her home state. Donald Trump there is also leading in the polls. ABC's Michelle Franzen. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you very much.